Welcome to episode 92 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. So not as angry as last week, but still kind of angry, but sad. I don't really know. Kraken reaction. We have to talk about Cartier arriving on the scene. Love that. Berkey out six to eight weeks. Don't love that. And then the lights. What the hell happened? They went out? We don't know. NHL news. Big star out for one to two weeks. I think probably because he's mostly mad that his team sucks. A goaltender back. No dumb questions. We have to ask about face-offs or draws. And Connor Bedard and our three stars of the week. That's Joey and I giving you deets on what we've been up to. And we rank it. So let's get to it. Episode 92 of The Kraken Pod. Let's go. What's up? How are you? My name is Jeff Janusic. This is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. A clean shaven, Joey. I don't. Story. I don't like it. It feels. Uh, we were just talking about this. I haven't clean shaved my face in six years, and I did it for a Halloween costume. Um, Can you detail the costume? Can you tell us what it was? Okay. Well, it's part of my three stars of the week. I won't get into it too okay. much. Okay. But I will say that I had no earmuffs. It's it's early, but no fucking idea what I was going to do for the party, and I just haven't had time. Um, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I got to get going to this murder mystery thing I'm going to on Saturday night. And then I was like, wait a second. I still have everything I need to be Chaz Reinhold from Wedding Crashers. I had the silk kimono. I had the nunchucks. Like it was all very intentional. That's and Will so Ferrell's character. Yes, that's exactly what I did. So I was Chaz Reinhold uh, from Wedding Crashers for the murder mystery party. And it worked out great for my character. I'll get into it more later, but it was awesome. But So I clean shaved my face. Um, I just felt like it was appropriate. And then I did it. And I was like, I made a horrible mistake. So that's awesome. I kind of want to do the same thing. Um, not Not be Chaz. But... I was like, you can borrow my kimono if you want. I'm, I've already you. washed that's, it. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> I wasn't free balling it, so you're. Thank fine. you, thank you. That would make the, that would make the costume perfect, though. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> no, I've, I've been so I've been thinking about um, maybe being James Hetfield from Metallica, but like circa Enter Sandman, so mullet okay. and like get the like the he had the you know sort of like the goatee with the handlebar. Uh huh. I'm sure your wife would really love that if you all just black. shave your face into that. She'd be like, great. And for this is for all the dads out there in your in your neighborhood. <laughs> and yeah. all the kids are like, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. They would have no idea. Although my, my kids are now starting to get decently versed in Metallica. So, but uh, anyway, long story short, is uh, looks good on you, man. If I shave if I shave my beard, my 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 goatee, my facial hair, mm. I, I have a turkey neck. So, which is probably as I get older, something I have to go address. I'm probably going to go in the next couple of years, straight up all plastic surgery everywhere. I'm thinking, wow, about it. I appreciate yeah. your honesty. I had a yeah. feeling you would say that for some yeah. reason. I'm just going to um, do it. It's going to be like, you know, I'm just going all in on vanity. I really haven't paid much attention to myself over the years. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time to go teeth. Nice. Stuff. Okay. So do nothing to take care of yourself. And then when it's too late, just pay for plastic surgery uh-huh. versus doing the, okay. I like, mm-hmm. I like where your head's at. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Nice. 
Polishing turds over here. So I'm just going to be a lazy dude and just grow out my facial hair again because I, I really don't want, want to ever clean shave. It just feels, I feel naked. I don't like it. I feel too exposed. Again, I haven't done it. It's been six years. So I think it's probably going to be the last time I ever do it. Channel the Chaz, man. Channel the Chaz. Well, here's the thing. And I have to say, so I was in the Navy for four years and they made, they made us do it every single day. And it's like, I really, even at that time in my life, like I was 18 years old, I wasn't really growing a lot of facial hair, but they made you do it every day to the point where like your face would be raw because you're like, dude, there's nothing to shave. And they're like, did you shave today? I'm like, dude, fuck off, man. Um, so you told that to your like commanding officer. Ooh, oh yeah. Gosh. I got in so much trouble. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. I got, into, I got into a lot of trouble. Um, it <laughs> turns out I'm not really good at following instructions, Jeff. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, no. So I don't know. It's one of those things. That, and then, you know, as I got older, then when I got out, I started growing the facial hair. I'm like, oh, this is a lot easier. Like it looks better. It's less maintenance. You know, I'm a man of convenience at the end of the day. Well, I appreciate that backstory and all that. And mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, I think it, it does work for you. You don't like it, but it works for you. So, you know, I'm just, I know Lauren will have the like, ultimate say, but I'm giving you as the second most important person in your life is your co-host of a podcast. Yes. yes. I'm giving you the green light to, to keep the shaved look if you want that. But you know, I get Thank the you. beard. I get it. So I anyway. did at, I did at one point, and this is not a shaving podcast now. I did at one point shave everything except for the mustache. And I was kind of checking it out. I was like, I think I could kind of rock this a little bit. Yeah. So I might have to I might have to go with that. I have to ask you really you quick. Could. Do you, so is do you know exactly is that going to be your Halloween costume this year? Is that what you're gonna do? No, it's gonna be one of the ones I have in the closet. Michael Myers or a weird skeleton mask thing or whatever back to the whole plastic surgery thing is I, I don't mm-hmm. don't, you know, which is all my fault. I, I don't pay attention to myself enough. So I need to make sure that like I take care of myself or plan things out. So that's not a, that's not a, Hey, I'm spending all my time working on my kids or my business or that sort of stuff. But um, long story short is I, I, I probably should have some sort of Halloween costume. I really don't know. I'm going to end the conversation. I'm going to, I have to say really quick, you're going to, I think you're going to be very jealous of what I decided to do for my Halloween costume because it's like, I still get to be a little bit lazy, but I think it's going to be epic. I am okay. going to, I am going to be, uh, did you ever watch like the last of us? Yeah. Okay. Who is the main guy? So, uh, so by the way, like you and I haven't even brushed our teeth yet. Like we're waking up going straight to his, straight into Kraken. Um, Literally. What's the guy? It's a Pascal. God dang it. See, this is why I need to drink. Oh, yeah. Pat. Uh, what's his name? Us. Yeah, I know. You're going to be the actor? Us. Oh, I'm going to I got to Google it. Pascal. Yeah. Son of a. I had it teed up in my head, too. Well, good news is we have the internet. Pedro on. Pascal. Yeah. Wow. People are. There's definitely people listening to this right now being like, come on, guys. Well, you know what? Again, like we're waking up going straight into this. Anyways, I am doing Met Gala Pedro Pascal. So I don't know if you had a chance to watch like the I don't actually watch those things. I just saw a bunch of photos of him getting circulated like long red trench coat with like big like black military boots. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go Pedro Pascal, just slick the hair back and do him at the Met Gala. It's gonna be epic, dude. I like that. Yeah. Very specific. Thank you. I know. I know. So I'm very very pumped for that. But anyways, so here okay. we are. All right. 8 so. I think what we're doing here is we're talking about this to avoid possibly talking about the Seattle Kraken. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, podcast is over, I believe. We do have a lot to talk about and some good. Well, some good, mostly bad. Also, some mistakes that were made by the Kraken pod. Me, we'll discuss. Let's get to uh, your Kraken reaction. 
All right. Well, you know, this time last week when we were recorded, we had come off of the Colorado Avalanche game, which, by the way, has given us social media content for days. You should totally be checking out like our YouTube channel, um, Instagram, TikTok, really working hard on, on all that sort of stuff. We're having fun, having fun with it. But at Crack and Pod, cranking them out every single day, pretty much. That's what we're trying to do. But uh, the Colorado Avalanche game has given us content for months. So I just keep going back and pushing buttons. And, and Colorado Avalanche fans, there's some degenerate, there's some good ones out there. I know there are, but there's a lot of degenerate trolls across social media that are Colorado Avalanche fans. So, all right, we lose to the Avalanche, and we both, you and I, were kind of like, they've got to come out strong against the Carolina Hurricanes. And there's just so much to talk about here. You know, we, we've got Berkey out six to eight weeks, which is disappointing. That just happened. But let's let's start with the good, which was a solid team effort, I thought, in the Carolina Hurricanes game from last week. I mean, it was the best game of the season. Yeah, and that's, not, yeah, that's, yeah. Not, that's not even an, an not opinion. much. Yeah, because it's the it's the game that's the only game so far. I mean, we're recording this again. It's it's a Tuesday, uh, the twenty fourth at eight a.m. Um, and at this time, this is the only game because the crack and play tonight against our Jeff, our Detroit Red Wings. No, that's right. Yeah. Um, at this time, this is the only game that the Seattle Kraken have won the entire season. They end up winning the game uh, seven to four. And man, I, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, like Burakovsky, um, and we'll get into him in a little bit here. He fires at the net. Gord tips it in. Uh, the Kraken give up another goal 19 seconds later. It's tied 1-1. And then the Kraken just go fucking off. Like Schwartzy uh, scores in the power play. I think he's the only guy scoring a power play so far up until this point that, and until this point in the game or, or season. Uh, uh, Belmar scores on a shorty. I love him. I love his addition to the penalty kill. I love him in the faceoff circle. I love that he's a vet teaching the young guys. Joey Decor makes a ridiculous save. By the end of the first period, Jeff, the Seattle Kraken have actually equaled their total goals on the entire season with three. Um, going to the second period, Dundertaker rifles one power play goal. Burakovsky on the assist. That's his 200th NHL assist. Uh, and Dundertaker, by the way, ended up with a goal and two assists. And at this point, again, in the season, uh, he was the leading scorer on the on the Seattle Kraken team. Um, Schwartz, he goes to the locker room because of a blocked shot. Carolina gets two goals uh, early in the third period. Father Canner gets a goal, which we need to talk about here in a second because the good vibes only parlay is back, dude. You freaking hit that. I think it was like well, plus 750. Holy shit. How, yeah. I know you were sleeping by the time that happened because it was late in the game, but did you wake up just being like Mr. Moneybags or what? So what I realized is the only game we've won yes. is when I actually tweeted mm-hmm. or X'd it's about tough. the same game parlay because yeah, the good vibes I, only parlay, man. I'm telling you, that thing is real. It's, I, it's so real. I made one. I, I made one for the Rangers game on Saturday, but I did not make it public. I forgot I, w- I was doing and we'll explain that in a minute, but I was going to LSU football. So I didn't put so the only game the Kraken have won so far is the game that I actually made public. My same game parlay. Yes, my 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 pause. Good vibes only. So anyway, long story short is yes. It just I just look. There's no secret here. Is odds are every other game, right? Father Cano is going to score a goal for the most part. Odds are, you know, he's going to three games maybe. Well, not if he keeps getting hit like he is this season. But yeah, we'll go into that later. So anyway, long story short, yeah, no, that was I think I made like a hundred bucks off of that, which is great. 
Yeah, I would hope so. I think you had over six and a half goals in the game, the Seattle Kraken to win and Father Canner anytime goal score. I think you had a like plus 750. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you absolutely crushed that, uh, the good vibes only parlay. I absolutely had to share that. So right after the Father Canner goal, um, great defensive play on his end, he ends up blocking the shot, but it takes him down. And then Lemieux ends up completely fucking trucking him. Now, I don't think it was intentional at all. I think they gave him a minor for two minutes. Um, but Canner gets hurt. And this is what I wanted to talk to you about because I was so fucking fired up at this moment and afterwards when I was doing Crack and Pod After Dark on YouTube is because Ty Karche, of all people, uh, immediately goes in to defend his teammate. And I think this was like his welcome to the team, really welcome to the NHL, even more so than what he did in the playoffs last year because immediately a member of the Seattle Kraken stood up for their teammates. And for it to be a rookie to do it in this moment, I thought was absolutely incredible. And I wanted to get your thoughts on it because I know this happened pretty late. Um, but I think the team reaction to it, the locker room reaction to it, like the vibes in the locker room afterwards had to be all time peaking. I mean, this was an excellent cracking game, but for me, this was the moment of the game was Ty Karche defending father canner and being like, you're not going to fucking do this to our guys. He, he is making himself an asset to the CL Kraken. He is working his butt off because he is a rookie. And he got a spot with an NHL team. So he's yes. doing whatever it takes to be a productive member of an NHL team. He's also a big dude. So he knows that his physicality is what helps to set him apart. He's he's talented. He's skilled. But he's also big. And he can do that. So, you know, he did what he needed to do. And, you know, I don't know if it was, you know, an order. I don't know if it was just him. But do you think it was us? It was probably us. Mm-hmm. I think we made that happen. I'm sure because uh, we're big fans of him. Obviously, he's a he's a friend of the pod because he was on the podcast over the summer. So, of course, you know, between the good vibes parlay and all the good luck we bring, he was on the show, and now he's just off to a great start in his NHL career. He's, a, yes. I mean, I mean, fans love him. I love him. He's fantastic. Um, so anyway, long story short, is uh, that dude. Ty Cartier is awesome, and I love that. I'm just wondering what's going on with the rest of the team. I'm wondering what's happening in the locker room. We've talked about some chemistry, and we'll talk more about this in the in the Rangers recap here. But I'm just wondering, like, is there something we don't know about, which, yes, we don't know much. It's going on behind closed doors. Is is somebody, is, is the chemistry off because people aren't getting along? Is Is it just because we're rusty and we're, we, it's, it's taken a minute to, to warm up. Um, you know, the, the new guys, like, what is it? It's an open-ended, it's a rhetorical question. I don't know if there's an answer to that, but something's going on in the locker room. We don't know what it is. This could be a question for like Piper Shaw or somebody behind the scenes who knows what's up, but something's up with this team. And it's, it's, it, we need more of the Ty Cartier effect from other players. I agree. I I know we will get into it at once we discuss the Rangers game here uh, briefly. I'm going to stay focused on this game uh, for another second because not only was I think this this game, the Carolina Hurricanes game, was the game that the team needed at this moment. Again, because they played the Rangers in it, they got fucking smacked. Um, but I think it's also the game that the fans needed. 
And I was feeling so good afterwards, but I have to give credit to you because this is exactly what you called would happen. I mean, we, we talked about it on last week's episode. You had an epic rant where you were calling out this team, right? Like calling out their toughness, who's going to step up, who's going to defend their teammates, where is the chemistry cr- coming from? You need to have a closed door meeting, like what's going on? And the Kraken not only really took care of the Carolina Hurricanes, but again, late third period, you know, Lemieux hit on Canner, takes him down. And at this rate, by the way, I don't know if Jared McCann's going to last the entire season, knock on wood. I'm clearly not rooting for that, but holy shit. It's like every, like once a game, I don't know if there's a target on his back or what, but he is getting completely trucked. Um, And that is going to bring me to another point that I'll talk about after the Rangers game. But Cartier to step up in that moment. And afterwards, by the way, I was like, I would not be surprised if in the locker room right now, despite the win, that he is the focus. They end up giving him, I don't know if you saw this, Jeff, the Davy Jones hat. I mean, like Jordan Everly handed it to him because this was Ty Cartier's moment. This is what the Seattle Kraken needs. And this is exactly what you said the team needed to do. So to see it happen you know, in a 24-hour period, I thought was a pretty remarkable turnaround. And the vibes for me were all-time peaking. So I wanted to get your thoughts on it because, you know, kudos to you. You're the one that called them out. And you said this is exactly what would happen. That's exactly what happened. Here's here's what I like in these two games that we've seen since Colorado is, uh, and we'll talk, the Rangers deal, which I only saw the third period. I did not see the first two periods, which I've been called to the floor by, by you and fans uh, of the Kraken pod. Listen to the Kraken pod because I didn't see the first two dog shit periods. But what I did see in the third and what I liked, and here's, I'll just address it now, is I basically um, got home from LSU football game and turned on the game and watched the third period. And, you know, we were down three to one. And I saw a physical team. I saw a team getting angry and pissed off and I think they were pissed off mostly at themselves, right? Because of their poor play in the first and second, which I didn't see. But they they channeled that into, let's try and change things up. We can't, the skill is not there right now. We, we can't win this hockey game, but we can start sending some messages. And that's what I liked about that third period. That's why I felt that way about the chemistry. And that's exactly what we got in the in the Hurricanes game, you know. You know, jokes aside, oh, they listen to the podcast, which, you know, hey, look, we know Ty Karche had to have at least listened to one episode. Um, I wasn't joking about that, but yeah. But, you know, so like, uh, I think if I'm a Seattle Kraken hockey player, um, I think the whole organization was pretty embarrassed about how the Avalanche game was handled at home. Home opener. I mean, it's just, it's very, you know, the I've, I'm going through the, the what, the 10 stages of, of grief here. The anger has gone and now it's just kind of like acceptance. Um you forgot denial, but that's okay. Yeah, I did deny it for a little bit, though. This okay. team is, no, is good. I'm glad you didn't forget that important phase. Long story short is uh, the only response is w- they had to have come back. They had to have come back. So, like, here's the psychology of this is I think they put together a really good effort. We're recording this on Tuesday, the 24th. Red Wings tonight, which we'll talk about. Yes. Red Wings are on freaking fire right fire right now um you feel great about that detroit red wings podcast i do because you know like look i'm not going to shy away from it i'm i grew up a red wings fan i'll always be a red wings fan am i a diehard seattle kraken fan too absolutely 100 percent um but detroit red wings fans over the summer are like what are these moves we're making i can't believe this we're gonna suck with this plan sucks we need superstars and what's happening what's happening right now 
like the Red Wings have made the right moves. Steve Eiserman has, has made the right moves. They're a tough team, and the Kraken are playing tonight in mm-hmm. Detroit. Thank yeah. you, thank you, scheduling Jesus uh, for us, our sake. It's going to be early enough so I can actually stay awake for the whole game. I think they rebound from that embarrassment of a Rangers game. So long story short is they look, I, I I'm not, it's too early to say, Oh, the Kraken are going to have a horrible season. You know, things are going to ebb and flow. We've got a long way to go here. Um, they are continuing to try to right the ship. And I think a part of that comes from that chemistry internally. And I like that something's starting to bubble a little bit here. And that's the physicality, the physicality of the third period, Right, the physicality of the of the Rangers game, the physicality of the an effort of the entire uh, Carolina Hurricanes game, and I feel like there's a battle going on behind the scenes, behind closed doors, and I think we're going to have a good effort from the Kraken tonight, and I think it's going to be a very tight game. Um, I think it's going to be a low scoring game, tight game, a, a, a grind out hockey game that the Kraken need to win. They need to try and shut down the Red Wings who are getting great goaltending and who are scoring. So this is going to be a test and they have to respond. And I think the Kraken do. I agree with you to a degree on this. And I have to cover the Rangers game really quick to to get into it. So the, the Kraken end up losing four to one out of four of five games they played this season. Jeff, they have scored one goal or fewer in those games. Panarin scores twice. There were, oh, there were some weird vibes going on with this game to begin. The lights quite literally went out in the arena. And instead of waiting for them to get fixed, I guess I guess both organizations must have been made aware that this is going to be like a lengthy fix. I don't know what's going on. I find it, by the way, and I'm not calling like calling out the people at Climate Pledge Arena who like work on the lights or whatever, but like this is unacceptable. I mean, it just is. There's no other freaking sport where something like this would happen, and the teams would be would then be forced to play, and as a result of the lights going out. The Seattle Kraken being generous host, right? It's like the people that invite you over to their house and come over and there's a fucking charcuterie board waiting for you. That's the Seattle Kraken hosting the fucking New York Rangers. And it pissed me off because our our response to it was, well, we'll just switch sides halfway through the periods. And both teams at the end kind of downplayed it, but I actually do think the lights being out had an impact on it. In fact, Panarin afterwards joked around that he thinks that he was able to score two goals on Gru because when he did, Gru was on the side in the shadows, and it's harder for goalies to see. And I just think it's a little bit ridiculous. Like, this is not acceptable. I hope it's a one-time thing. But it kind of set the vibes for the game overall. Uh, The Rangers were looking for a comeback win. uh, And by that, I mean they had just played in the Garden at home. They lost 4-1 to in Nashville. This was the start of a five-game road trip for them. So they were kind of fresh going into this road trip, being like, we can't lose two in a row. The Seattle Kraken wanted to, wanted to win two in a row. First winning streak of the season, that did not happen. Uh, Jacob Truba absolutely completely trucks Burakovsky. Uh, I think he was finishing a check. I really don't think it was something that was intentional. Uh, he goes down, which is so unfortunate because he spent his whole offseason rehabbing, which we've talked about. And uh, now he's out six to eight weeks with an upper body uh, injury. Afterwards, it was really weird because he knew it wasn't going to be good because Dave Haxtell, like a lot of people in the NHL, he keeps things close to the chest. And he said, in quote, I don't think it's going to be something that's real short term. 
So we kind of immediately knew that Burakovsky was going to be out. I think what you're referring to in the third period is Yanni Gord getting it into it with the New York Rangers bench after a shove from Adam Fox. Then Kreider comes in and kind of finishes the job. His bucket flies off. He's fighting with him. In fact, the website, uh, the Hockey News, did a great piece on it called True Crime, where they literally like screenshot this whole incident piece by piece by piece. Really? I looked that up. And broke down how the, how the Rangers basically committed a crime. They point out a lot of different things, including like how one of the guys was like skating behind Yanni, was uh, slashing at him with his stick, which like rarely gets called. But dude, overall, and this is the part where I disagree with you on uh, a little bit here. Uh, some quick stats here. Like 19 shots on net the entire game for this Seattle Kraken to the Rangers 27. I mean, 19 shots on net, that's fucking unacceptable. It just is. Three power play opportunities. They only get one goal out of that. I looked this up last night, and currently the Seattle Kraken power play is at 16.7%, which would put them at 18th in the NHL. So the crazy part is I honestly expected them to be between like 30 and 32 because we're watching all these games, and it's so freaking atrocious. There's a couple of teams that have a 0% on their power play. I can't remember both of them, but one of them is the Washington Capitals, um, which which really surprised me. Um, And we had seven block shots to the Rangers 16. And the thing that I disagree with you on here is I do like the physicality. I'm glad that this team is at least starting to share that or show rather that they, that they give a shit and they're not going to go down without a fight despite losing four to one. My issue is why in the hell? And I'm glad, right? I'm, I'm glad he did it to an extent. Why is it Jared McCann? Why is it our leading goal scorer from last year to be the one to drop the gloves? Oh, and then by the way, when he does, he gets his face punched in like 20 fucking times. I don't want to see, and I'm happy that someone did it. I, I am. But I don't want to see Jared McCann to be the one dropping the gloves. Where is like a Will Borgen? Where is another defenseman jumping in and doing this? Like, I'm happy that they're adopting this mentality. We need to stop letting these guys be the ones to drop the gloves. Ty Karche, I'm completely fine with. Rookie, establishing himself, all of that. McCann is getting lit up every single game to the point where I'm like, if he keeps going like this, he's legitimately going to be injured. We cannot afford to lose him. The team is already struggling enough as is. We just saw Burakovsky. Turbo's out for like around a month or so. I don't want to see Father Canner to be the one dropping the gloves. I just don't. Like Someone else needs to step the fuck up. Here, here's here's the my take on that, and I, I, I do disagree with you on it. Ideally, that is not the case, right? Oh, also, too, by the way, has looked at power play, power play percentage team wise. Kraken yes. are in the middle of the middle of the pack. Yeah, I just said 18th in the NHL. Oh, sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. I was listening yes. to the McCann thing, but I was. Uh, no, that's cool. I'm just Red Wings. You're good. Red, you're, stat man. Red Wings are number two in the league. Forty <laughs> percent. Yes, they are. I've made I made plenty of notes on them. Yes. Okay, so here's the deal: is I think it comes down to and. I'm I'm trying to think because we watch hockey and we watch like black and white who scored goals, shots on goal, that sort of stuff, right? But we talk about this quite a bit. Is what we don't think about because we don't know is the emotion of you know uh, players, coaches, the vibes. Maybe somebody had some bad chicken in the team, you know, meal, mm-hmm. and maybe people, you know, half the guys shit themselves. Like we don't know all these things, all the nuances of, of people feeling good and players feel all that, the people stuff, right? Yes. I think with Jared McCann is I think he's pissed off about being targeted because teams are going after him because he's, you know, one of the best players in the Seattle Kraken. He scores goals. So they, 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 they fuck with him. Right. I think he's getting pissed off that, and he, he's not going to wait around for 
you know, one of the bigger guys to come around and do his business, right? Take care of things. And I think what he did is he he didn't like a hit, right? On one of his teammates. He thought, you know, somebody jumped like into a hit, right? So he went out there and immediately went after the dude and said, Hey, do you want to go? And in the in the post game, he basically said, Yeah, I didn't like what I saw him do on the ice. I went over to him and said, Hey, you want to go? And the guy said, Yes, and we win. I like that. I think in that moment, you learn that Jared McCann is an old school hockey player. He's a Gordie Howe. He's not afraid to mix it up, right? And he also can score goals. He needs to continue to send a message to the league is that, okay, my teammates may have my back, but I'm going to have my own back. And I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of people coming after me. I'm sick of Kale McCarr. I mean, all this stuff, right? So he's, <laughs> yeah, you just had to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he's, he, he's, he's, I want, I want an angry, pissed off Jared McCann. So I like it. I like it. You can't wait in, in, in the moment you, you can't. And what's great about the game of hockey is the way this thing works, the way the, the, the sport is built off of, you know, uh, rules that aren't on paper. You know, he's able to go out there and tell, ask the dude, Hey, you want to fight? And the guy says, yes. And he takes care of business and he's sending messages. The Kraken are trying to desperately send messages to the rest of the league right now that, Okay, we're down, right? We're not playing well right now, you know, with with uh, you know, the basics of hockey. But you can't come in here and push us around. We're going to we're going to fight back. And again, back to the Rangers game is number 1. I will not put out a full opinion on that unless I know the uh, full context of the game. I saw zero of the first two periods. So what you're saying about them playing absolutely like horseshit is is correct. Um but again, I like this physicality. I like this team doing these things because they are struggling to find their identity after last year being this sort of like, "Oh my god, this team's team, they came out of nowhere. They're 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 you know, teams are seeing this Kraken team and surprising them. Well, guess what? Every team in the league now knows if they're playing the Kraken, they've got to have a good game plan. They can't just depend on them being a crappy expansion team because they're not the case. So I really, truly, and I'm being optimistic here, you know, Jeff Lasso's back, is I feel like October is going to set the tone for the rest of the season. And I think that's a good thing because I think the Seattle Kraken are fighting for their lives right now, literally fighting for their lives right now. And I think they come out of October bruised badly, but not beaten. And they're going to start to do that to other teams. I think they can figure this out. So I like this physicality. I like this fight, this fire. They have to do something. You got to do something. And they're not lifeless. All right. They're not like, you know, and they're at the bottom when it comes to the record, but you know, the caps just look really bad, you know, really off. No hope. Okay. I don't think that's the case for the Kraken. So we're on life support, but we are fighting back, literally. I hope you're right, because as much as I do like the physicality, you know what I won't like is Jared McCann going on the injured injury report because he decides that he keeps wanting to get physical, and then he gets his shit rocked like he did against the Rangers when he tried picking that fight. I'm completely okay with the physicality. I'm calling out other members of the Seattle Kraken who are more equipped to do this. 
to step in there and defend your fucking teammates. Just period. Like yep. Borgen, Dundertaker, anybody at this point. I, did, I don't want to see a leading goal scorer have to be the one to do this. I'm happy the physicality is there. But anyways, that is the end. Uh, I, <laughs> that is the end. Podcast is over. Um, that is, that is a, you know, a recap of, uh, the New York, the New York Rangers game now. So coming up, as we mentioned, we have today, tonight, Seattle Kraken at our Detroit Red Wings. The Red Wings are a freaking wagon, man. And you know what? It's funny because so many Red Wings, Red Wing fans, fans, I can't talk still waking Fangs, up. Man. Fangs, Fangs, man. Fangs, man. Fangs, man. Uh, <laughs> they were they were kind of you know uh, knock on the organization a little bit like oh we you know gave it too much for debrin uh, cat like what's going on with the Iser plan and guess what everything is working out freaking uh, fantastic for them you and I in the off season talked about how we thought this team was going to be really good and we even said that Daniel Sprong might be an excellent fit for this organization just based off of how they kind of game plan things and how he can fit into their system. And guess what? Everything is looking out fucking roses for them. These guys are averaging five goals a game, which as of last night when I was looking it up, leads the NHL. And again, you said they were first in the NHL. When I looked up last night, they were second in the NHL in power play percentage at 39.1%. Yeah, yeah. Red Wings are really good. And while you are calling the Kraken to turn things around against Detroit tonight when this podcast episode comes out, I am going to be honest. I think we're going to get smacked in Detroit. And with that being said, I'm sitting here waiting for the Seattle Kraken to prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, Seattle Kraken. Go out there and surprise me. Go out there and take care of business in Detroit. And let's have an epic freaking road game uh, and an epic road game trip coming up um, and kind of set the bar here. Because as of right now, I do not feel good about tonight. Detroit is red hot. We just lost Burakovsky. We got to figure some shit out. We got to figure it out quick. I think Berkey being gone helps is, is weirdly going to like mix the lines up in a, in a good way. Yes. Well, we have no other option at this time. Yeah. I think there's the the chemistry going on there and look, the the wings, I, I, I do believe are a playoff team. I think they're going to come back down to earth a little bit. Um, I think we can be the Red Wings and who knows what's going to end up with the Red Wings for the rest of this season here. But like we could be, they, they've been, they have been in their really down years. They went for physicality and fight. Right. And they've built some great chemistry. And I think that there's a couple things here to and Dylan Larkin, Michigan dudes, right. So yes. both from Michigan. Yes. So, you know, they're, they're, you know, so that kind of helps there. I think Steve Eiserman has, has, and just like he did in Tampa Bay, he's, he's, he's building pieces. And here's what's really good for the Seattle Kraken is I put Steve Eiserman on, on a GM pedestal and I put Ron Francis on a GM pedestal because the proof's mm-hmm. in the pudding. They have both built now, you know, Steve Eiserman built a championship team. You know, Ron Francis has built, you know, a fantastic team, right? And, I think that I think that they're going to figure it out. The Kraken are going to figure it out. And I think I th- I still stand by. I think the Kraken I think they win tonight. I think they do it. It's going to be a tight, hard-fought game. I think it's going to be physical, low scoring because we've talked about this too. The Kraken have given us some pretty good goaltending so far and we're wasting it a little bit. Um 
I think this is going to be a great game. I think I'm excited about this game. I'm pumped. I'm pumped that it starts, you know, 6:15 hour time, which is great. Oh, thank I mean, God. What's it like on the on the Pacific Coast? I mean, gosh, you're watching hockey in the middle of the day. That's a beautiful thing during the week. Gosh, you know, that that'd be fantastic. So, I'm pumped for this game. I think this is going to be a really good game. Win or lose, I think the Kraken are going to come away with some big wins. I think they're going to come away with some big wins. Some a good hard-fought team effort is what I really want to see at the end of the day. Right. They have plenty of time to correct this win deal. They did it last year on the epic, you know, history making road trip. So I just want to see a badass effort tonight against the Red Wings. I'm actually going to go opposite with you on this. I think there's going to be a lot of goals scored tonight. So uh we'll see what happens. Um moving on. So proofs in the same game, good vibes only parlay. So we'll see. There you go. You know, if you tweet it out this time, maybe you'll uh, throw some good luck towards the crack. And Thursday at Carolina. Again, we just covered the game against Carolina at home. It's the only win that the Seattle Kraken have had this season. That was a game they won 7-4. to four. Carolina is going to remember that. Um, but this is a team that the Kraken have showed that they can beat. Now, Carolina, we'll get into it in a second here. They're starting to get healthy. Um, they came into Climate Pledge Arena pretty banged up. So, this is a game that, uh, you know, the Seattle Kraken are capable of winning. I mean, honestly, and here's the frustrating part. When you look at the at the roster on paper, Jeff, I honestly feel like any game the Seattle Kraken go to, they should be going in with the mentality that they can win because they have the talent to do so. So just me saying that this is a game they can win, I think is kind of redundant. Uh, Saturday at Florida and then Monday at Tampa Bay Lightning, which, by the way, I'm looking at these two teams, and they're you know usually like the cream of the crop. Both Florida and Tampa Bay have gotten off to slow starts this season. If you want to catch them like a little sleepy, and you want to go in there and get some sneaky wins, I actually think that this could be a really good road trip for the Seattle Kraken. So I'm looking forward to those games. We have a lot of hockey uh, you know coming up here in the next week for the Kraken. I'm very, very, very excited for it. Yeah, I think they got a, they got a shot. I'm looking at the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. And they, first of all, are offering up a same game parlay profit boost, which is awesome. So I'm taking this and I'm going to, and I'm looking at the over under at this game. Uh, wings are a minus 142. So they're looking at, you know, uh, they're, they're definitely favored. Yeah. Uh, 80, 84% of the bets have Detroit winning, right? Which means the crack are going to win tonight. I kind of feel this, but I'm going to, the over under is six and a half. I'm taking the under on that one and I'm starting to build this thing here. So you're crazy. Um, I'm going to tell me, give me seek, give me crack and win, but over on goals just to see what those odds are. Total goals over under. I'm going to do under six and a half. Okay. I'm going to keep going on this one, but all right, uh, go, go with your, go with your gut, man. Yep. Yep. I'm going to go with it. I'm, Listen, I'm after you hit that ridiculous good vibes only parlay, you know, for the game against Carolina, I'm never again doubting you. And I was talking about this on our freaking YouTube for the Kraken pod after dark. I was like, even when Jeff is wrong, whenever he tweets out the, the good vibes only parlay, it's rare that you are not right on the goal score of the game. It's actually kind of terrifying. Well, you know, I'm, I'm picking, uh, you know, who I'm picking for my goal score. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to do 10. I'm going to do a couple bucks. I've got two things picked here. Guess who I think my goal score is going to be tonight? Daniel Sprong. <laughs> hey, by the way, do you think there's going to be any like uh, 
bad blood or anything like that. How do you think the uh, Seattle Kraken, uh, you know, fan uh, Kraken pod fam are going to react if Daniel Sprong goes at one of our guys or picks a fight? Holy shit. Can you imagine that? Oh boy. That would be, that'd be, he's crazy. got that. He's got that in him, man. He's got that degenerate. Fuck this dude. I mean, that's kind of why he got, you know, not booted from Seattle, but it's why they opted not to bring him back. I, it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be a fun game for me, obviously, you know, a fun game for you early. I'm ready to watch it. I am picking right now and making this bet. I'm placing the bet, bet the bet, and I'm screenshotting it. And uh, I'm going with under six and a half. And my anytime goal scorer is the should be captain, Yanni Gord. He's fired up. He's pissed mm. off. He's taken on entire benches. He's coming out hot and he's trying to turn this. That, that, that was him on his own going over to the Rangers saying, screw y'all and hey, rest of the league. I'm not taking this shit. And he fought back. So that's my, that's my bet. I'll put it out there. I, I, will, right. I, will, I will tweet it into existence. So, all right, there you go. Kraken, right. Kraken will, will be, Kraken are going to get their way back into the playoffs. We'll be okay. We'll be all right. So, Anyways, uh, yeah, um, I'm with you 100%, man. I'm pretty pumped. But, yeah, I do think that the Kraken have a really good chance to turn what looks like a really tough road trip ahead into something really positive here. And speaking of something positive, today, Jeff, do you know what today is? Today is – no, I don't. What is today? Dude, today is ESPN's NHL Frozen Motherfucking Frenzy. I'm pretty sure they don't call it that. I just called it that. And the reason why it's well, owned by Disney, me, so they, you know, yes, they are owned by Disney. Um, they totally should. Sure Mickey do that. is like, oh, motherfucking. Um, but I'm so <laughs> great. Now we're going to get a letter. Yes, we're going to, yeah, cease and desist. Please stop doing that. We will. That was our friend, Mickey, who has a very high pitched voice. He lives in New Orleans. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah. Um, he's had, he's had some uh, hand grenades. Some yeah, always. Yeah, very drunk. And he's ironically a mouse. He's also a mouse. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. Um, if, if if anything, he's like uh, the he's like Nutria. That's what he is. That's that's the that's the Mickey version. <laughs> that's right. There's only gonna be like three people who get that reference. Um, all right. The reason why it's a frozen frenzy is because all 32 NHL teams freaking play today. So there's essentially hockey all day and all night. Unfortunately, we live other lives. We cannot watch them, but we are benefiting because we get the Kraken taking on the Red Wings at 6.15 hour time, 4.15 Pacific. I'm very, very, very excited for that. Um, And kind of going around into some other news around the NHL. I don't know if you saw this, Jeff, but McDavid, Connor McDavid is out, upper body injury. Uh, It was a loss. They had 3-2 in overtime to Winnipeg. Listen, man, if you try to peg the peggers, you're going to end up getting hurt. They're conditioned for the pegging. Well, this is this is this is drama because if you think the Kraken are struggling, Edmonton's struggling because Edmonton has Stanley Cup dreams and they yes. are sucking right now. Yes, they and do. they are also a Canadian team, right? So mm-hmm. they they like everybody in the city is freaking out. Like in Seattle, people are like, "Oh man!" But you got the Seahawks, other stuff going on. Yes. Oh man, Edmonton is on fire right now, and now Connor McDavid is out for one to two weeks. Evander Kane is calling out, uh, you know, in the post game or in between period interviews that he's not getting enough ice time. Like everything is drama in Edmonton. And as long as it's not us, I love watching it. So this is, I wonder, this could be, it may not, the upper body injury may be his heart. Maybe it's his heart. Like, cause he's, his heart's not mm. in it. Maybe he's tired of like, wow. Carrying really this like damn that. team. Mm. Right. So like they can't get goaltending. Everybody else sucks. 
I think Connor McDavid's got a, a, a bruised ego and it's well-deserved. It's like, Jesus, I, I'm the best player in hockey here. And, uh, you know, I can't get the rest of my team to help me out here. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down for two weeks, show y'all how it really sucks, uh, and uh, to have to carry a team and see what y'all do. So you better respond. I'm into it. You know what? I forgot to ask you. I, I, I'm going to ask you this now. Going back to the game tonight against Detroit, are you going to do like the proud mom thing where you like have the the jersey? I call them sweaters because I'm an old school hockey fan and you are not. Um, are you going to have like the one that's knitted down the middle where it's like half Red Wing, half Kraken, and then sewn together? Is that going to be you? Like you're in the stands rooting for your sons who are playing on either sides? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be wearing uh, khakis and white uh, tennis shoes, mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to grow my beard out. I'm going like full dad. Like I was going to say, you just I feel like you're just describing yourself coaching your son's flag football. Team. Full proud dad. I'm yes. going to wear. I'm actually wearing a vest right now. I'm literally wearing a vest. I'm going to wear a vest. So like vest, khakis, white keds. Wow, Keds! You went there. I was going to say Skechers. You're going Keds on me. Yeah, yeah, Keds. Old school Keds, like mm-hmm. Kmart, right? Yeah, existing Kmart. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, yep. And so anyway, yeah, no, I, I, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know how I feel about it. But I'm, I'm, I really feel like it's going to be just a, a, a fun game to watch. I'm being PC here, so I don't know. I don't know what to, what okay. to think. I, right. I look. I, I want the Kraken to win this game because the Red Wings can afford it. Right, they can afford to lose, and I'd like them to lose to the Seattle Kraken because the Kraken need. They, they look. If my two teams are going to come together, I, I need the the Kraken to beat the Red Wings more than the Red Wings need to beat the Kraken. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it makes it makes total sense, man. I get a hundred percent. I just wanted to know what you're going to rock for the game. Maybe you're going to pull a Taylor Swift and have like some handshakes down, you know, and uh, and some high five uh, choreography going down. The last thing I have for uh, NHL news is uh, Andre Svechnikov, dude, he is fucking back. And speaking of a team, right, I was talking about, you know, Carolina starting to get healthy. So if you remember uh, last year in March, he suffered a torn ACL in a game against uh, the Vegas Golden Knights that they ended up losing. He had surgery in July. He was recently, like as of like two days ago, has practiced in a non-contact jersey for the first time. That team is going to get healthy. I'm excited because he's a really, really, really good player. So it's good to see him come back from that. Last year in 64 games, he had 55 points, 22 goals and 33 assists, and he was an all-star. So we caught them at the right time. That is a dude that's going to come back and bolster their lineup. They're also getting back Ajo. He actually might be back for the game uh, that Seattle is at Carolina. Um, But that is a team that, you know, they're already pretty decent. Wait till they're 100% healthy. That is going to be a very, very terrifyingly good uh, Carolina Hurricanes team. Yeah, I know. We got to uh, uh, pounce on them to, you know, to take care take care of them and seize the opportunity before they really start to, you know, get. Yeah, get whatever their there. odds are betting wise right now to like, you know, if you think Stanley, if you think any round the playoffs, dude, hammer those odds now, because when they're up and rolling 100 percent, this is going to be a different looking team. So DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, I've mentioned it, I'll, you know, I love using it. And with the NFL, the season's going strong, fun NFL season. DraftKings Sportsbook offering new customers an offer that's super big. Bet five bucks on any game this week, score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, and they're not stopping there. All customers take advantage of an awesome deal 
every game NFL in October. So you got roughly a week left to check in on this and get this. Um, get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network. THPN, use that code. New customers score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net and then see our show notes for details on that. And then Raycon too. Raycon, if you're listening to the game, if you're uh, blasting through some speakers, Raycon, you definitely want to check out Raycon right now because there's sweet deals from Raycon. You go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today get 15% off your Raycon order what is Raycon they make amazing quality audio like really good tech and it's not overpriced like you might find if they slap you know a certain brand on to some audio right so like you're not paying for the overinflated brand you're just getting straight up really awesome audio like you know earbuds wireless speakers they got tons of stuff you should check out um battery life is fantastic they offer uh two years of protection insurance free domestic shipping they have tons and tons and tons of five-star reviews fantastic anything audio anything accessory wise that you need to listen and enjoy audio go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15 percent off your raycon order so do that right now so i I forgot to mention something what what you know what I discovered on Crack and Pod After Dark? Thanks to, I forgot who, who uh, shared the odds with me. Ty Cartier, Rookie of the Year, is plus 5,500. How, how tempting is that? <laughs> I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. You know, there was a, now that I, now that I say, I mean, you might as well put a dollar on it or something, right? Why Dude, not? Imagine that. Yeah. Why not? Why not do that? But uh, who was it? We're, we're talking about, uh, oh, uh, oh, you know what? Actually, dude, you know what I need to do? I totally, I'm glad I looked this up because Melissa. Side brush your teeth like I do. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, our friend. Why don't, what, we have to do something because we got, oh, in the off season, we got sent something really cool from, from mm-hmm. Melissa. Right. So, I think what you should do is I'm going to go run out to my car while you get into no dumb questions and, and kind of detail it really quickly here. By the way, I mean, Connor Bedard is just starting to look better and better and better. No dumb questions. Here's what it is, is other podcasts will shame you for not knowing everything about hockey and, and they're all stat driven and we're morons and have fun. And we are the podcast for, you know, new hockey fans and those who've been around for a very long time. So never be afraid to ask us any question we'll look into it for you we'll answer it for you we're here for you don't be embarrassed so while i go to the car to get this cool stuff from melissa and read her note joey what is this week's no dumb questions question and what is what is the answer i'll be back excuse me i'd like to ask you a few questions all right this is a good one this one comes from jared rusnak and shout out to jared another og member of the kraken pod fam This is a very specific question, and I did not know that this was caught on mic, which is why I wanted to include it. And the question is, he said that he heard a mic'd up Connor Bedard say uh, to a zebra, say, and quote, I've never won a draw before. I've never won a draw before. Um, Sorry, I put that in quotes here. Um, And Jared wanted to know, one, is he referring to a face-off? And two, has he never won an NHL face-off in his early career? So to answer that question, yes, when he's referring to a draw, he is referring to a face-off. The mic'd up quote, I actually found the clip, was from the game 
uh, when the Blackhawks were facing the Pittsburgh Penguins. That game um, got a lot of traction because he was mic'd up through the entirety of it. Um, so was your favorite hockey player, Jeff, Sidney Crosby. Oh, yeah. Um, and Crosby completely owned him in the face-off circle. Um, and actually, so he, he was 0% for that game. I mean, he got fucking owned. But the next game against Boston, I actually looked this up. He was 50% uh, on face-offs for that game. And as of last night, looking up his stats here against Stepman, um, he was 20, he's 26 of 74 on the season so far. So yes, he has won face-offs. He is currently sitting at 35.1% on the season as of Monday night. So that is what is going on with Connor Bedard uh, making that thing. I mean, he, he was kind of making a joke, uh, you know, to the zebra and was kind of like, I don't, I don't think I ever win these things. I think I've drawn a couple of them, but I've never actually won. But no, he's he's downplaying it. He's a little over 35% on the year. Yeah, so I missed all that because I was going out to the car to get this stuff from a fan here. Um, so basically, you discussed face-offs being called draws and the fact that Connor Bedard hadn't won one for a little while, but now he's figuring it out. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. You ready to unbox this? Wait, one second. So I'm leaving some space here because I have to fix this post. Okay. So it wasn't Melissa. So here's what it was. No. Who sent us this stuff. Did Melissa send us stuff too? Dude, this box is from Melissa. What are you talking about? You have a box? Yeah, the box is from Melissa. She sent it to my house. I had to go to my house and get it because she sent it to the house I don't live at anymore. Wait, okay. All right. Now, wait, let's just leave all this stuff in then. I'm just going to, I'm not going to, I am not going to edit this stuff out. We're going to, okay. No, we're going <laughs> to. All right. We're peeling back the curtain Dude. on the Kraken pod. No, I'm so. I'm like, I'm, uh, yeah. Confused. Yeah, from Melissa. I double checked. Okay. All right. So Melissa, this is crazy because it was also too like we need like a bin for cool stuff from crap. We also haven't freaking quite woken up yet. Um, so well, again, we haven't, was, we haven't even brushed our teeth. We wake up cracking pod. Um, but yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm I'm very very excited yeah. for this. And yes, this is from this is from Melissa. And speaking of, and I had and I had an idea, and I haven't shared this uh, even with you yet. I love. Uh, first off, no one needs to send us anything. When you do, it's incredibly nice. Thank you so much. We we keep everything. We're basically becoming like Seattle Kraken merchandise hoarders at this point. If you do feel inclined to send us something, which you do not need to do, but if you do, just reach out and message us, and we'll provide you for the, the provide you the address. Also, Jeff, when we actually set up a legitimate like recording space, we're going to have all the yeah. stuff we need to set up the whole thing. So. You basically, what's happening is members of the Kraken Pod fam are helping us decorate the space that we are going to ultimately use to record uh, podcast episodes and to do video on. So all of it will be put to good use. So thank you very much. So what's really weird here is I was confused because over the summer, we had something sent to us and I thought this was from Melissa. It was not. It's from somebody else. So we have two things to talk about. See, I thought you were making, I thought you were doing the car thing as a bit, which is why I was keeping it quiet that I was grabbing the box on my end. (laughs) Oh, good. No, no, no. I, so I have, so there, okay. So let's, let's go through. She made a bet, by the way, she, Melissa, she had messaged us on Twitter and she said, oh, I, I, I was inspired and I took the, uh, uh, the Ty Cartier bet for rookie of the year Calder winner. And she took that bet. She put five bucks on it, like plus something crazy. So there you um, go. good for her. But that's what made me think of her 
But I also was like, oh, yeah, yeah, because she, she was messaging us like, hey, did you get my bo- the box I sent? And I was like, oh, yeah, I answered. We got something from somebody else over the summer a few months back that we haven't discussed yet. So I haven't. I also have something on my end to talk about too. So let's get to Melissa. What open the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? All right, uh, here we go. And this is you know great podcast content for people that can't see anything. But here we go. So send us a very nice a very nice card here, and it says J and J. Hey, Kraken Pod captains, I've been collecting some things to send your way. Great handwriting, by the way. Penmanship is fantastic. Women are so good overall with penmanship. Don't be sexist. I, I'm not being, uh, that's a compliment. And also like I, my handwriting, not, not only am I a male, so I'm awful at it, but I'm left-handed. So like my writing looks like I was having a, she- a seizure while I was trying to write it out. But anyways, uh, collecting some things to send your way for the start of the new season. Since I know you aren't in the Seattle area. That's correct. We are in New Orleans. So excited for the crack and have another successful run. Melissa, I hope you're right on that. Um, and listen to your musings every week let's fucking go boys melissa podeswa that's how you enunciate her last name she actually did it so i could uh oh good thank you for doing that i said by the way and she dropped her three stars on the week first star is kraken hockey has star for the season second star is the seattle thunderbirds raised the banner on the home opener that was awesome her third star which is like the most heartwarming thing ever is watching her daughter play golf uh for her high school senior season um and cool. so there you know and she said oh so the front of the card has an octopus on it and she said yeah i know that's an octopus on the front but we're all family laugh out loud so there you go that was that was the card thank you melissa and you want to see some sweet stuff here it's a seattle cracking yearbook from 2022 what? which i don't even know they made yearbooks this is amazing so we have two yearbooks what that's awesome then we, we need have to get some, a space then we have some badass stickers we got the John Forslund, that's cracking hockey baby. Oh, that's good. And dude, she also hooked up another podcast, which is great. We have an Emerald City hockey sticker. Shout out to the boys over at Emerald City. What's up, City boys? Hockey. Yeah, I love those guys. Massive magnets to go on the fridge. Wait, did she spend money on this stuff? I'm pretty sure she did. She's being what? very nice. What dude, there's doing? more. We got some cards in here, some upper deck. The first one's Maddie Beneers dibs. What you son of yeah. a bitch! <laughs> dang it! We got Maddie Beneers. All right, dude. We have a 2023 Super Skills Showcase, a little pamphlet, a little book here. What? Yeah, dude. There's more. There's more. This there's box more is never stuff? ending. It's like I feel like I'm gonna pull a rabbit out at any moment now. Here, dude. This is fucking dope. And there's two of them, so we each get one from the depths. The official Seattle Kraken team store, dude. Jeff, look at this fucking beanie. Ah. Oh. This is sweet. Wait, how much money did she spend in this stuff? At least a million dollars. No, probably like a hundred bucks. Like what? No, the there's more. There's more. What? There's more yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's more. Melissa, there's more. I was gonna say shit, but there's more stuff here. Uh, we have two adult size rain ponchos, Seattle oh, Kraken cool. ponchos. That's cool. We need I'm that. Just start Louisiana. recording the podcast completely new with nothing but a Kraken poncho on. Jeff, you've been warned in advance. Channel Chaz. Here we go. We have the an antimicrobial mask. Microbial. My, microbial. I don't know. I, I don't know much about that stuff. But look, boom. Also, Seattle Kraken. Hell yeah. Jeez. There's more, there's more stuff. What is going on? Melissa. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I was wrong. It's at least $2 million. Well, we have, to oh, give some we have a decal. Away. We have a decal for the car. And again, Seattle Kraken decal. So, holy uh, shit. And if that wasn't enough, <clears throat> this is a horrible podcasting material, but whatever. We're going with no, it. Thank you, Melissa. Great. Um, she said it in an official Seattle Kraken box. Oh, oh. So oh, we're keeping oh, the box. Oh, we're keeping, awesome. obviously, all the stuff. But like I said, when we 
This is great. It's like ASMR. Um, but when we actually have a legitimate spot where we're recording the podcast and doing video for every single episode, every because people have been sending us stuff and we can't, we really can't thank you all enough. Like we, you don't need to do that, but if you do, thank you. But you are set. You're basically helping us just like decorate the entire set where we keep every single one of these items. We're very, very spoiled. Melissa, thank you so much. It's incredibly thoughtful of you to do this. for That is awesome, Melissa. And, and what I went to go to the car to get, I've been sitting on for like two or three months. Is... Again, I thought you were doing a bit. I was very no, confused. I was no, rolling with no. it. Yeah, I'm a professional no. podcaster now. I was like, all right, here we go. That's, yeah, you are. It's, it's what it is. Like improv. You, never, you always accept. You, always, you never say no. You, never, you just accept it, right? Um, so this is from Nicole, which is at S. Rock Vera, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's active on Twitter X active member of the Kraken pod fam. And she sends uh, a note says, hi guys. And it read our minds, right? She want, I wanted to share some of my extra playoff swag with you. Maybe you can use it to decorate your background space. When you start doing video, thanks again for keeping up with the show during the summer, which I appreciate that. But uh, we really fell off in August. Uh, you know, us diehard hockey fans are really struggling during this time. We love having even the littlest bit of hockey content to devour. And you guys always make it entertaining and engaging even when you don't have a lot of Kraken hockey to talk about. Love being part of the Kraken pod fam. Hope we get to see you at a game this year. We do too. Take care, Nicole. She said, P.S. Sorry about the big box. I had to make sure the flags did not break. And what she sent us was the playoff gear, which is awesome. We need this. Dude, what? See, I didn't know we had this coming in. Yeah, this is awesome. This is a cool flag. Oh, that's a hoist the colors. Hoist Hell the yeah, colors, dude. Right? What? So we got a couple of flags there, which is awesome. There's one for you. And then she sent us a whole bunch of the cool playoff towels. Right? Oh, so, those are sweet. You know, let's go. Crack I could use it. one of those right now because I am perspiring as yeah. we record this episode. I brush my teeth and perspiring. The yeah. Legend Awakens, which is pretty awesome. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Welcome to the Deep. Welcome to the Deep. I like right? that a lot. And then this is just, uh, this is awesome. Little Johnny Forsland action. That's cracking hockey, baby. That's cracking hockey, baby. So we got some sweet decorations, and we got two, we got two two of the, two a flag for you and a flag for me, and a Dude, bunch I of towels. It. So that was from Nicole S. Rock Vera. Thank you so much. So there you go. It's our listener mailbag, which apparently is going to be a new segment on the show. So that's awesome how that worked out. Is we both had something to share. It's like show and tell. It's great. So yeah, no, I, I had no idea that you had something at your house. I legitimately thought we were doing like a whole bit on things because you didn't Good. want to admit that yeah. I had to pick up the box, and <laughs> that's what I thought was. Yeah. No, I, I was very confused, which is on par for the show. So that's good. So uh, there you go. It worked out really well. So we don't have to do any post editing at all. We'll just leave all that shit in there. There you go. We'll, Fuck it. We'll yeah, real all. life we'll, stuff. We'll do it Why live. Not? We'll do it live. Yeah, we're in the depths officially. So you made it to the depths. Yes, we are. Speaking we of are. that, let's get to our three stars of the week. This is where Joey and I kind of talk a little bit more about our personal life, and we rank them in our three stars of the week. Uh, Joey, I believe I went first last week, so it is I your turn. We're 100% so far on the season. I know. It is officially your turn to go first. What is your third star of the week? My third star of the week. I'm going to do a combination third star. My first one is laugh my fucking ass off at the Houston Astros. They got eliminated last night. Texas Rangers beat their ass in Houston. And nothing makes me happier than seeing crying Astros fans knowing that their season's over. It was all for nothing. So they're done. I'm happy. The combination third star that I want to do, we mentioned this earlier on in the podcast, but I really have to say I'm giving you a ton of credit, man, because you've been doing these things every single day 
You've been cranking out videos. I've been doing them as often as I can. Um, Kraken Pod After Dark is very much alive. In fact, I'm very excited for this upcoming week because with the Seattle Kraken having early uh, puck drop times means that we can do uh, crack and pod after dark around like eight thirty, nine o'clock central time. So I won't be going to bed at two in the morning. So, well, my whole point is on social media, especially TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at crack and pod, crack and pod fam. Like we see the numbers y'all are listening, follow us on socials. We're banging out videos all the time. Jeff has been posting a ton of hilarious shit. So I'm giving credit Thanks, to man. you. I'm calling out Credit the crack you. pod fam. You know, follow us on social media. Um, I know, like on Twitter, like that thing's rolling. We're on there pretty much 24 7, but we've been cranking out videos pretty much every single day for nearly a month now. So follow that. Uh, check us out on there. All that good stuff. Share, get the word out, et cetera. It means a lot. So we're really focused right now on just getting more and more and more content for y'all to have. And uh, so that's my whole spiel on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's been fun. I honestly, at my social media company, cause I, I actually, that's my day job is I own a social media agency and I hired an extra person, uh, so I could get rid of all my work for the agency to just lead the business and also make more cracking content, which I really enjoy. Yes. So that's exactly, that's why I did it obviously. Right. So, um, yes. no, it's, it's fun. I have a lot of awesome, like I have, I actually, I don't think I can shoot it today, but I have an awesome idea for the Kraken therapist, the Seattle Kraken therapist with the Red Wings, but I, I just, I don't think I'll be able to shoot it in time, but damn, I, all good. I know I need to start working on, and again, this is us, you know, peeling back the curtain here. I need to start working on cap cut a little bit there, but you can't shoot that today, but I will be doing Kraken pod after dark, after the Detroit Red Wings game tonight. So, and it's not just like I'm on there just recapping the game. Like I'm usually having a beer or some sort of a cocktail. We're talking. There's a live chat. People are interacting. It's a lot of fun. So after the game, if you hadn't had enough crack and hockey, which you might have depending on how the game goes, but if you haven't, follow us on YouTube and subscribe and hop in there and, and let's talk about the game and whatever the hell else you want. So I'm excited for crack and pod after dark. Well, I think I think I think I can be part of it tonight. I think I can. I mean, there's always for nighttime. Every always, time you're that you're not there, you get called out. The chat is just you getting roasted. I know. Like, where's I know. Jeff? Where's Where's Dad? And I'm like, Dad's asleep because he's got kids and a wife in the house, and he can't be on his phone yelling about the cracking at fucking one in the morning. Now, anytime I commit to something in the evening, like something happens. There's just so many. You, you, it's too late, if, man. If you're a parent, every, you know. Everyone understands, but I may I know, or may I not have told them. Hey, do do me a favor and tweet at Jeff to make him feel really bad. It's a running bit and we'll see I, it's the red wings cracking i like if i'm gonna be at one of these things i've got to be at it maybe tonight. i'd hope so we'll see i know well i'm sorry that's what that's why i'm but that's what's cool is the guilt is driving me to make more videos during the day so that it's like what do you want what do you want honestly i just need to feel guilty all the time oh, okay, <laughs> all right my, my third star of the game is uh my third star of the week is playoff flag football this friday night um we the, our team has come together uh, the last the last game that ford played in he had a double header two weeks ago or like a week and a half ago he something's clicked he's figured it out he was responsible for five touchdowns over these what? two games back to back five he caught three touchdown receptions he had two pick sixes spread out over these two games he's he's gained the the he's gained the confidence of his of his teammates um, and this team's coming together though, which is awesome because we're playing the number one team in the league and they're really good. 
And it's also too, I've talked about this before, made up of our neighbors and friends. And uh, he didn't get it on this team years ago. And now we're playing that team in the first round of the playoffs. And, and our team is very talented in the last four or five games of the season. They've really figured it out. And I think we got a shot to upset these guys. And these guys are coming in like, okay, cool. We're playing, we're playing. And also too, also too, we are the Navy midshipmen. So, oh, okay. I like that. So anyway, long story short is, um, I think that we've got an upset brewing and our team could win. So I'm pumped for flag football playoffs this Friday, my third star of the week. Nice. I like it. My second star of the week is the fall of the house of Usher. I don't know, Jeff, if you've seen this on Netflix, it's not Usher, the singer, Usher. Sorry. It's not Usher. Um, He's not singing Let It Burn for, you know, 30 minutes an episode. But the show on Netflix, it is fantastic. It's got some weird, like, uh, oh, what's that show on HBO where, like, all the rich people and they have, like, the epic theme song. I'm, dude, I'm, this is why I'm, I struggle in the mornings because I can think of things, but it doesn't actually come to me. Help me out here. Succession. I was just going to say, like, something with an S. Yeah, it's got weird, like, Succession meets Halloween meets supernatural meets murder mystery what's going on kind of vibes about it the fall of the house of usher the beginning is 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 fantastic and it kind of ropes you in pretty quickly and then as it goes on like it just just complete and utter madness the cast is really really good it's a great show to watch during halloween season i cannot recommend it enough so watch that um, on Netflix. It's, it's, it's amazing. Okay. I need, I, you're, you're, I'll tell you what is your recommendations are always awesome, man. So, Oh yeah. Um, and it's, it's, uh, attached to Edgar Allan Poe. So, you know, and Mike Flanagan cool. is the one that created the little mini series. So, you know, maybe go check it out. Since I, I, I'm kind of stuck in that rut of uh middle-aged guy, just watching and listening to the same things over and over again. My Netflix go-to is, uh, Hubie Halloween, which I mentioned many times. The Sandler Hubie Halloween is amazing. It's funny. It's, it's just so good. It's so I bad. It would be Halloween. No, it, that's but that's it, right? It's like yeah. little Nikki, but for a Halloween movie. And so, Sandler, some of Sandler's really bad ones, they're all really bad. They're supposed to be bad, but like even though some he's got several that are really bad but not funny. This one's actually funny, but uh, no, I mean it's, it's purposefully bad, and it, I do love he'd be Halloween. But yes, fall the house of Usher when you, okay. when you don't want to watch some little kid shit. My second uh, star of the week is uh, wine. Um, because of our trip, <laughs> our trip to uh, Sonoma about a month ago, or maybe like three weeks ago, well, about a month ago, um, we drank wine. And then, you know, when you when you're on a wine trip, you drink and then you order too much wine. So uh, we ordered a lot of wine, way too much. Spent too much on wine, which mm-hmm. um, which is ridiculous. First world problems. But yes. when it shows up, it's pretty cool. So we've got like I've got like we've had three boxes of wine show up. So like we're just stacked up with really nice wine now the funny thing though is like we don't have a big wine fridge or a wine space and we spent you know we bought some like really nice bottles of wine and like we've got nowhere to put it so it's just kind of all around the house right your house i'm pointing to my mouth but yeah my house works as well (laughs) i'll we can share a bottle of what we got to hit we got to hit a benchmark though of something like what's the benchmark of it before we crack open this i don't know just being a good person because (laughs) from what i remember you don't deserve it Last time you were like, oh, I went fishing in Alaska and we just caught so much fish. I have so much extra fish laying around. 
Joey, I'll bring you some. Well, guess what? I'm fishless, and that was months ago. So. Fishless. You're fishless. Good news. I still have some. So uh, if you're going to get Great. Me- I can't wait to have your four-month-old we- fish. It's I ha- we fried some up literally on Sunday night and it was delicious. Still, it's still delicious. It's fresh. Was it delicious, or were you yes. just enjoying one of your many bottles of wine and you thought it was delicious? Both, both, but also too. I, I know I have discerning fish uh, taste buds, so you're good. Okay. It was good. I will bring you some fish in exchange for my Kraken Pod Good Vibes Only mug. Oh, the I mean the one that you broke that I'm trying to replace for you that you never picked up, and everyone's like, "Oh, Jeff must have." I'm like, "No, he did not." Mm-mm. Mm-mm. okay i will put i'm coming after this podcast recorded is recorded i'm driving to new orleans mm-hmm. i will drop this off the fish and you will give me a mug i won't hold my breath because i don't want to pass out but no you just wine. let me know when you're around no wine yet all right i'm putting my finger in the camera no wine yet you don't no. deserve it yet you don't I work hard enough you don't work hard enough on this podcast for free your wife would kill you. There's so much wine she doesn't know. She wouldn't know. <laughs> she wouldn't know. <laughs> I, she's hope also, one, I hope this is the one episode she listens to and she's like, are you kidding me? No. If she does, she'll listen to the first 10 seconds ago. That's enough. And then she'll never make it this far. So Great. She, that, gets, that might get us the download of the week. So that's fine. Uh, my first star of the week is Murder Mystery Parties. Holy shit, dude. So I went to one. I mentioned this on last episode. I went to one on Saturday night. Again, last minute's why the face is uh, clean shaven because I was Chaz Reinhold. Oh my God. It was incredible because not only did my friends go all out, like their home decorations were absolutely ridiculous. Like they've been working on it for like a week and a half, just decorating their home for the party. It turned out so freaking good. Jeff, you'll appreciate this. Two of them are living together, roommates. And they have like a bunch of like photos of themselves. Well, they took the photos of themselves and put it into like an AI program and had the AI recreate photos of them, but like in a haunted fashion. And then they were able to print those photos out and make some of them like holographic or like 3D and like have them like going up the stairs. So when you walk up the stairs, the photos would like move and shift and stuff like that. And it was just really, really cool. So they, they use like AI to create these like amazing halloween like spooky photos of themselves of like a, a ghost hand on the shoulder and like them in different costumes and all sorts of stuff it was freaking epic um the night was great and then the murder mystery party was really was really really cool so it turned out to where like everyone got a character and there was about 20 of us and then so you read over your card and you have like your general traits, but then you also have like secrets that you're not allowed to share. Now, if someone asks you specifically about a secret, then you have to share. And over the course of the party, three people get murdered and they have to act out their death. And whoever like acts out the best wins an award. Whoever gets uh, most in character also wins an award. And it was great because I got a character. The character's name was Victor Gaston. And I was the new guy in town who was also incredibly wealthy and had a mansion. And my secret was that I that the people that worked for me, because so three people at the party worked for me, I had a butler and a maid and someone who like keeps the property. But what people did not know is that they were actual monsters, a vampire, a witch, and a werewolf. And the reason why they worked for me is because I had captured their souls and that they were like indebted to me for life. And so I had a butler who was one of my good friends who was following me around 
And he was so hungover from the night before because he was at a wedding. But he was so in character. He had like a towel on the arm. Everything was like, yes, sir, no, sir. I, he got drinks from me the entire time. It was just incredible. Like we were so in character. Um, we were in that in that mode for like a good two hours. Then at the end, no one knows who the murderer is, including the murderer. And so at the end, you have a card and you write down who you think did it. Uh, we wrote it down. We found out who it was. I won't give it away in case because this is a game that you can just find online and kind of like print out the cards and all that. So I won't give it away. But oh my god, dude, it was. So much freaking fun. And I've decided that from now on, I am only going to murder mystery parties because it was such a blast uh, to be able to do that. And uh, yeah, shout out to my friends who put that on because it was it was a hell of a time. It was also just great to like be in character because my character was like chauvinistic and like talks over people and all that. So like, I, dude, I was fucking letting it rip. Is there a video of this? <laughs> Is there a video? Um, I think I have a, a couple of videos of like my friend when she was doing like the introduction for the game and like talking about like the town and the people that are in it and like how people have been there for years and like, how like, there's a newcomer, me, and there's another guy in town, like all this and that. Um, but I don't, I, during the game, everyone was so in their characters. Like there were no interactions between anybody else, like as actual human beings, like everyone was playing who they were. And it was great. Cause like everyone just got into it. You have a couple drinks to get more into it. It's just freaking awesome, man. Cannot recommend enough uh, murder mystery parties for Halloween or where it's at. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. That's all we, I, I I'm very jealous. That's cool. Cause I would love to, to, to do the acting thing. We Dude, need, you can go online, like print them out. And it's so fun because again, like you can, like you get your card and you don't know. And for some reason, what, for whatever reason, it was totally by happenstance. Like everyone's personality for the most part lined up with their character. So everyone was able to like really just kind of run with it. And it was just freaking awesome. The only advice I would have is if anybody's doing a murder mystery party, send out the characters to the people that are attending the day before so when they get to the party, they are already like, they already know who they are. They already know all their secrets. They can like get into it easy because there was a, a period of time of like 15 minutes where everyone's like, wait, so what am I allowed to share? What am I not? And it's like, if you send those like a day in advance and you can come prepared and then just be ready to rock. That, that is, I'm taking all these tips and I'm going to do this. Yes. We're going to do this next year with a I giant group on it because, dude, it was it was so much fun. I, I didn't go to the Crew of Boo parade. I thought I was going to be sad that I missed it. Nope. Had a million times more fun doing a murder mystery. It was great. So, uh, so I know somebody who went and said it was a disappointment. So you Crew of Boo? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not oh, that wow. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell? But they also recently moved very close to the parade route. So they were like, you know, it was just super easy to be like, eh. And they went home. So like walked over. Oh, well, yeah, when you walk out your front door and you eh. know, hit in the face with yeah. some beads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, my my first star of the week is just, I'm, I'm, it's simple. It's Halloween time. You know, the, it, our neighborhood is, which I guess we'll record the podcast on Halloween day, which we'll have to come up with some funny themes here uh, for next next week. But um, thinking about it, yeah. Um, we've got my Megan is a chair person for this trunk or treat we're doing at the school on Friday night, um, after football, which is going to be great. We love Halloween around the house. Kids love it. You know, there's arguments about what they're dressing up as it's like all fun stuff. It's fun. Um, and then our neighborhood is like one of the best neighborhoods, like in our city, um, in the area for trick or treating, like people come to this neighborhood and like get dropped off and then trick or treat in it. Cause it's such a big like it's our neighborhoods, you know, pretty cool. It's okay. Uh, but Halloween is like, this is the spot. Everybody does something cool. Hands out candy, fog machines, big. It's just, it's 
hundreds and hundreds of people on the street. It's really neat to see, um, you know, cause I know a lot of communities, maybe like trick or treating's kind of died off over the years, but this is, this is fun. So basically, you know, we drink too much, uh, and then just walk around and got relatives coming over and it's, it's pretty cool. So Halloween time, that's my first star of the week. Um, and I'm ready to ditch October for hockey reasons. I'm ready for October to be past us. I really I feel love like October, uh, but I get what you're saying for hockey reasons, for hockey reasons. Um, it's been a really strange October in general for, for us as Kraken fans. And I'm ready for November to start. And I feel like there's some freshness on the horizon. So maybe okay. there's a, a voodoo curse. Maybe we brought a voodoo curse to the table. I'm not sure. That's but- what we need. We need like a buoy doll. That we can like stick pins in and like bend its leg. But wouldn't that be the reverse of what we need? Oh, yeah. We need like a, what can we use for like a red wing? Like a, a mini little Caesars guy? I can't do that. It's my blood. Okay. Well, it's I my can. blood. So like, what if I use my blood? Like my blood because I'm from oh, Detroit. Went there. I'm we Detroit should do born. a blood oath. We should do a blood oath to get the Kraken back on track. We'll cut open our hands and we'll shake on it. How would that work? I don't. We we'll got. Like we got. We got to roadmap this. I think. If I, just, if, if my blood's going to be involved, I'm committed to the blood oath. If my blood's going to be involved, it's got to be like an, a win against the Red Wings thing. So, okay. I'll bring. Okay, I'm going to bring you some fish in my blood. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> all right. If I'm going to pack this cooler up, I got to roll. So, yes. Joey, awesome job and all the work you're doing on the podcast. Um, Likewise. Thank you very much. We're having fun. Make sure you're hitting us up on social the TikTok, YouTube, all that sort of stuff at Kraken Pod or at the Kraken Pod. Hit us up. We're banging um, out videos like almost every day. Come on now. Yeah. Melissa, Nicole for the mail that we got is so cool. Thank you for sticking with us. We're in the, hey, win or lose, we're in this together. We ain't going anywhere. So we're Kraken Pod fam members. Let's go Kraken. We're going to turn this around. They're going to figure this out. I have, I have faith. I've been through a lot of hockey seasons of bullshit and we got a good team and they'll figure this out. But Have a great week. Let's go Kraken. Enjoy your Halloween festivities, and we'll leave you with the Kraken Pod Chirp of the Week. I'm yet to win a draw. Yet to win a draw. Is that true? I think I've tied like five, but... It's really tough when you go against 87. He's sick. The draws? Yeah, it's so special. Pretty special, though, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks.